Stoop Stories. All right, Southwind, you're tuning in to April's episode of Stoop Stories, and we're very excited today uh, to, to talk to you because we're going to make sure that it is radical candor that you're getting. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about adversity today and how to handle it best. Uh, so, Josh, thoughts on adversity or addressing the podcast listeners <laughs> before we get started? Oh, thanks for kicking to me, sir. Uh, look, man, it's... Um, Right now, there's lots of adversity all over the world. People's pockets are tighter than they've been in a really long time. You're seeing banking fails. You're seeing things shrinking before our eyes, and and uh, you know people are losing jobs. There's a lot of stuff happening right now that hasn't happened in a while, and we faced some adversity the last couple of years with the coronavirus. You know, COVID kind of shook the way we thought about life, and now we have a financial you know challenge in front of us. Uh, they talk about a recessionary climate. Um, and so people are going to be faced with more adversity than they've been faced with in a really long time. And I think we'd be doing uh, you know, a disservice to the listeners and the people of this organization if we, we weren't talking about how we turn something that maybe feels like a negative into a really positive uh, journey that we can go on together. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I think of adversity... It definitely has hit my house uh, for real, yeah. right? And, and talk, I, talk I feel to me like, about that. man, the economy is out here smacking folks. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it hit it hit us too because you know, Hannah's in the real estate market, yeah. and transactions are down big time, uh, which changes the the dynamic in our household. You know, so first and foremost, Hannah and I we communicate very openly and regularly, and I think what we share that's really beneficial is gratitude for where we mm-hmm. are. Uh, no matter what's happening around us, uh, because nothing can take that away. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the the first thing to do when you're hit with adversity or smacked in the face by reality is to look and see what you're grateful for, because there's an awful lot of that, uh, and the, and it will take your mind away from some of the elements that you can't control, uh, and and put you in a place that allows you to think right is is what I would say. So you know, adversity to me um, is a lot about you know mindset and it's a lot about how you think about what's what's happening right now and I think there's a lot of different ways that you can think about it right you can feel sorry for yourself and you know or play the victim you know why is this happening for uh, you know to me and you know what's going to happen to me you know or you know I wish this wasn't happening to me Um, and I think that that's unproductive and it doesn't help you alleviate any of the challenges and it certainly doesn't help you get any closer to where you want to be and so we like to put ourselves in more of a creator mindset recognizing that things don't happen to you they happen for you and if you were to think about it from that perspective you know think about the pressure that you may be feeling right now and just kind of take one step back and start thinking about like maybe why what are some things that could come from this that could be beneficial to me uh, it may put yourself in a different mindset to allow you to attack the, the issue in a way that yields results for yourself. You know, people can be super negative when, you know, trouble is afoot. You know, I, I, uh, I wrote about this a couple weeks ago in my, um, in my Sunday message to the team, but, you know, I, I played football in, in, in high, Little League, high school, college, you know, and there was always, you know, conditioning was where we determined, you know, who the players were and who the scrubs were, if you will. And, you know, and what determined that was the adversity that the conditioning, which is like exercise that you do to prepare yourself for the game, you know, it, it you would determine like, well, 
who's really about this and who's not. And you know, when you're doing the conditioning drills during those practices, you would see how people would handle adversity. Some would quit, they'd throw their hands up, they'd lay on the ground, they couldn't do it anymore. Some would fake injuries, so they would fake like they were hurt, so they didn't have to do the work. The hammy. The ha hammy. Oh, my back, oh, what is this? My back, my hamstring, oh, I, I hurt I, something. I, I, I did have really tight hamstrings. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Uh, that's what that was. <laughs> uh, and then others would push through, and they would actually encourage other people along the way and maybe share some ideas or you know, ways to fight through that adversity, but you know, it's ver that's very much like life. You know, we're getting hit with adversity right now. You're in your own household getting hit with adversity. And, you know, there's a, a, a few things you could do about it. And you could cr complain and, you know, be sad about it. And you could, you know, blame other people, blame outside forces. Or you could strategize and go to work. And only one of those ways helps you get closer to your goals. And when we talk about what we do here, you know, at Southwind or what we do with the people we're working with is it's all about helping people achieve their goals. And so, you know, when we think about adversity, you know, it's really about how do we navigate tough times to help ourselves and help people that we care about still achieve their goals regardless of the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to double down on the strategy component of what you just said uh, because that's one of the things that Hannah and I did that really helped set us up for success. Um, you know, what you do next matters most. It doesn't necessarily matter what happened because it mm -hmm. happened for you, not mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Uh, so what's your strategy like? And based upon someone's strategy, you can pretty much tell if they're going to win or lose. Yes. And, you know, we went to the drawing board, created an awesome strategy, and we're following through with the strategy. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe, you know, we're, we're you know, we're in April, okay? And, and January, February, March, pretty freaking rough. I genuinely believe because of our gratitude mindset and our attitude towards adversity, the tide turned because of that. The strategies in place, we're executing it, and now she's catching tons of momentum mm -hmm. and now having to buy signs because she needs more for sale signs because of the amount of listings that she has right now. That's great. Right? And, and this all just happened within a two-week time span, which the past three months you know, I, I won't get too much mm -hmm. into specifics, but not much was closed. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we were grateful for what we did have in real time. We kept the creator mindset, the right mindset to, that was productive, uh, you know, towards gaining results and, and, and built a strategy and followed through with it. And, and, and now we're reaping the benefits of that. Yeah, I, I truly like to believe that we are in control of our own destiny. And we do things that helps us put, put ourselves in control and then we keep doing things that help us keep ourselves in control. And so you talk about a creator mindset, you're really thinking about, you know, navigating life on your terms. And, and that starts first, you know, by ex, ex, uh, just accepting that it's up to you. You know, I think a lot of times people want to point the finger at someone else thinking that it's their job to fix your problem. And the, the sooner we realize that it's up to us and that it's our responsibility, you know, to move ourselves to a place that we want to we be, the faster we can flip that mindset and put ourselves in a creator mindset that allows us to actually create. Otherwise, we wallow in our own despair, pissed off at the world, mad because it's not going our way, all unproductive emotions. They don't help you get anything you want. 
we can easily stay super positive, look for opportunities instead of, you know, looking for safety, play offense. We talk about playing offense all the time in this organization. And you, offense is most important when things are tough, when we're behind. You can't win the game without offense. So we have to really put put it into gear. And so you talk about strategy, and you know I think the number one strategy is you know first off recognizing that hey look it, it's on us, and how we move moving forward is up to us. And uh, although I want to blame somebody, that's not going to help me get to where I want to go. So what do I need to do right now? What do I need to change right now? What are moves I need to make right now to position myself for success? Mm. Because this is a positioning exercise. Like the resistance, the adversity, it's here for us to make us stronger. And we all face adversity. You know, Hannah's facing adversity and we're in the home service business. So real estate transactions affect the amount of consumers that are going to do business with us. Now, we could easily sit back, try to save all of our money, uh, and just like try to wait it out, but it's more important that we drive forward, we take market share, we continue to innovate, and we find new ways to create the reality we want. Mm. And nobody dictates it but us. Very well said. Yeah, you, you, you nailed it. And I think ownership of everything is, is really important mm -hmm. uh, because it helps keeps you in the productive mindset yeah. because, you know, some of the adversity we're facing, we did that to us. Yeah. You know, we, we chose to, you know, live high on the hog as, as, as Stasic might call it <laughs> in some areas of our lives. We chose that, um, you know, or we, we chose the mate that likes Amazon a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we chose that too, or whatever. I'm not. I think every mate likes Amazon. Yeah, I'm, not I'm not misalignment. He keeps pulling up in my house. I tell him, well, we don't need you over here. Get, get out of here. Uh, but, but you're spot on. And, you know, I think as, as the listeners listen in, you know, no matter where you're at on the adversity spectrum, these strategies work, you know, first and foremost, showing gratitude, you know, taking on that creative mindset and, and building a strategy that will, that will help you execute your ultimate aim. Uh, af after all. So all, all things said really well there, Josh, you know, as, as, I, as I think about where the business is right now, we're experiencing some pressure in all, in all brands. And, and you spoke to the offensive mindset. So anyone that's leading a business right now, that's listening in, you know, what's the, what's the best thing they can do right now to take that offensive mindset? Yeah, I think I, I turned to validation of current task and uh, n not sitting behind your desk or guarding your desk. You see a lot of executives or people that are owners or managers in business guarding their desk. Want to make sure that everything, everything happens by or around that desk. Get your ass up. Press the flesh. Get out there and see what's actually happening. I've had this experience several times in my career where... I ventured out and I experienced the service that we were providing. And every time I experienced it, it was always different than I thought. And inside the difference, that gap is between, is the, the gap is success and mediocrity. And it's closed by knowledge and understanding. It's closed by us knowing what needs to be done. You can't, you can't possibly know without experiencing it. You can hear 
and you can ask questions and be curious, but seeing is believing. Spend the time talking to the people that are doing the work. Understand what they're struggling with, what they're having success with, what their customers are saying about them. Understand the experience that they're having each day. And, you know, be present. You know, quit worrying about yourself. Do the work and you don't have to worry. And I think that times have been good for a really long time. You know, we have Nathan shooting this. Nathan's only been an adult during a time of economic growth. So his entire adult life has been in a time where the economy was growing and growing at a rapid rate. Right. That's not realistic. Like it's it's time for us to make our own way cuz nobody's going to do it for us. So if I'm if I'm sitting, you know, outside this building maybe somewhere else and I'm tasked to lead other people and to help them become successful. I'm tasked to grow a business in a tough economy. It's time to go to work. Like, hey, no loafers today. We got to wear our boots because it's time to get out there and do something. And uh, you can't fake it. You can't fake hard work. This ain't like condition where you can get a hamstring and just wait till next practice. Like, it happens every single day. What we do every single day matters. It matters a whole hell of a lot. And we either are gaining momentum and gaining equity in what we're doing or we're losing momentum and losing equity in what we're doing. And we get to decide. Yeah. Man, that was awesome. Uh, I, I would summarize that in a couple ways. I'd say, you know, playing offense through validation of key tasks, getting from behind your desk and press the flesh. So in, in Southwind terms, I would say, man, that's the essence of high impact activity. Mm -hmm. High impact activity always includes collaboration with other people. It's not happening behind your desk, you know, solo in your plan time. It's definitely happening when you're with other people, moving the needle forward together, creating that momentum that you just spoke about. Yeah, I think you also have to recognize that, you know, people have different challenges in their life and we have to be consistent as leaders, as leaders in this world. Like the negative doomsday mentality demotivates and removes momentum from your from your business. Like optimism, not foolish optimism, but optimism and belief in what you're doing creates momentum. And so recognize the energy you're bringing in every day. Recognize the energy when you're interacting with other people. Are you an energy giver or are you an energy taker? And if you're a leader and an energy taker, you have to reassess your methodology and be somebody who passes energy to another person because they probably need it right now. And, uh, you know, when people are in, in your charge, you're responsible for them being successful. And so you're responsible to provide them energy that carries them through and creates momentum in their life so they can accomplish their goals. Man, as you say that, I think of my strategy to be an energy giver and to always be optimistic. Mm -hmm. You know, when things are really, really hard, that means that somebody's about to give up. Mm -hmm. And that's the time we've all been waiting for. So that actually makes me really excited. Man, when it's, when it's hard, when, it, when I consider it leg day, mm -hmm. people are going to start tapping out. Absolutely. And as long as it's not us, thank God this is happening. No, I've seen a lot of people tap out, if you will, yeah. over my years. And... Uh, 
You know, the, the problem about tapping out, the, the worst part about that, about giving up on something or quitting or, 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 or removing yourself from the pain is, first off, it's always easy to do it again. Oversleep your alarm one time, easy to do it a second time. Give up on the couple reps, uh, guess what, I wasn't doing 10, I'm just doing eight anyway. You know, like there's, it's always easy to quit a second time. And then second, if you leave before persevering through that adversity, you don't get the gift of the learning from the mm -hmm. adversity. Mm -hmm. And so tap out, whatever, but recognize that you didn't quit on that job. You didn't quit on the opportunity. You quit on yourself. And when you quit on yourself, that is a gift or a curse that always keeps giving. Yeah. Well, awesome stuff there. Really appreciate all of the great thoughts from you today, Josh, uh, talking about adversity. You know, as we look to enter and dominate Q2, play offense all the time through validation of key tasks of our people. Engage in high impact activity, which is collaborative activity with other people, other believable parties, and together we'll pull through better than we enter. Thank you guys so much for and tuning in. And hold on in. one second. Yeah. Get off the stoop. Stoop stories. Stoop stories.